Dortmund. France have their lead back. A goal of its age, of its generation. Yeah. I'm there, I don't. Mbappe. Griezmann. Pogba. What's going on? Another episode of the No Clue Podcast. This is episode seven. I'm Mike, and I'm joined by Tyler. Yo, what's up? Episode Episode. seven made it seven episodes. Yeah, seven episodes. Yeah. Uh, So what we got today? First. Yeah. uh, Obviously, World Cup. What you got for that? You watched it the whole thing? I watched. I watched the final from start to finish. Yes, tell me. What'd you think? Uh, the game was kind of crazy. Yeah. Usually, usually the finals are like they're not. They're rarely high scoring like this one was. <clears throat> right. But uh, yeah, France finally like unleashed all that potential that they were hiding the whole tournament. Right. Because, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed it, but during the whole tournament, they never really played well. They played just enough to win. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, this game, you know, I mean, some th- some things went their way. Right. But uh, I thought they looked good for the most part. Yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was exciting, but... It it seemed like the better team won, at the, you know. It just seems like France is just better. Yeah, France. France. I mean, not to take credit away from Croatia because they're really good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and they played great to get there. But um, yeah. You saw Mod- Modric won the uh, player of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I I noticed the awards. Um, Harry Kane from England got uh, Golden Boot. Mm-hmm. They had um, what were the other? Uh, Mbappe got like some young player award. No surprises though, as far as the awards go to you. Well, I mean, Kane had the most goals. Modric was the most consistent player. So uh, it wasn't anything shocking, like you know, giving LeBron MVP when it should be Harden. Right. Yeah. It wasn't. It like that. nothing shocked me either with the awards, um, or the game, really. But yeah, I, I, it was high scoring compared to, you know, my, but, uh, like my what I thought it was gonna be. The, for the uh, free kick, the own goal to start with was really like just bad luck. Yeah. And then the pen- the penalty was legit. It should have been a penalty. Yeah, it was. Yep. And then the other two, the other two were just kind of like Croatia quit for maybe like five to ten minutes. Yeah. And the goalie was doing God knows what. <laughs> right, so going the goalie, opposite though, the way French both goalie times. Really like. He he really uh, wanted to be remembered. Right. I'll say that because I was watching it with some friends, and they were immediately thinking, like, imagine if that French goalie did that when it was tied 1-1. Right. Or if it was 0-0 and that happened. Right. He would have yeah. been 
Even got crucified, probably worse than the uh, Liverpool guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was fun, man. It was a fun tournament. It was probably one of the better World Cups that I'd seen. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen what? I think the the one where the infamous headband, uh, headbutt, was my first was my first experience with the World Cup. So. Oh okay. That, that, makes that was four. Yeah, I was two. There's been two in between that one and this one. So okay. yeah, four. I think. I think that was the fourth ago. Yeah. I like that. I like that. This was a good World Cup to get more people into soccer. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think so. A lot of the games are entertaining. It wasn't that many boring games this year. Right. Which, which is it, always a plus. And I think it was. It wasn't predictable, which is good because. The predictable ones, I mean, it makes it not as fun to watch yeah. when it's predictable. Yeah, France France was kind of the favorite, but nobody really trusted them. Right. And my dad, it's funny, my dad, before the World Cup started, he picked them. Yeah. And he, he's kind of frustrated because he could have put some money on it and actually won. Right. But, but even the other teams, I mean... I think uh, early early there was really big games that were shocking. I can't remember all the games, but I know uh, that Ronaldo opening game was crazy. Yeah. Argentina lost to uh, Iceland. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. So that kind of stuff. I think that those. I think people who aren't fans of sports always not always, but a lot of times appreciate underdogs when you don't know the sport well yeah. and you know you, you may take make a guess because you like their jerseys or something like that and you might win and I think that gets a lot of people watching certain sports like that yeah for sure yeah and while, uh, while that did live up to the hype there was another sport that uh, whose final did not live up to the hype well I don't want to say that. That's there wasn't really hype around it, but I expected more from Kevin Anderson, honestly. Really? You expected more? How much more? Any time there's that Cinderella run, I expect him to be competitive in the final. And I, I don't think like it wasn't. It wasn't as it wasn't like a Cinderella run where he's like an unranked guy, but. You know he's in the top ten, but this was right. his first, this was his first like big. Uh, this is the first time he's gone to the final, as far as I know. I think he went to the. He either went to the semifinals or finals. I think last year in something else, not in the. Um, so he's a he's an up and comer. Yeah. Yeah. Djokovic uh, handled him easily. Yeah, yeah. Djokovic is—he's so you know—he's seasoned. So yeah. the thing that makes like I enjoy watching Djokovic is he's really defensive in terms of yeah. like he's just patient. He lets his opponent a lot of the time beat themselves. And he just returns everything, and he just stays consistent. That's assuming he's at his peak. That's when. 
that's what his peak looks like. And, I mean, people already forget that he was on top of tennis for for a good, like, two, three-year period where he was winning every tournament. I think two years. I don't want to say three because... Right, exactly. I mean, he he had one of the most dominant years of all tennis, you know, outside of Serena. I think... Yeah, man, I think he's back to form. I hope he keeps it because I, I like him, man. I like how he plays... Uh, he's 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 got like that that like textbook game almost, uh, and it, I mean if if as a tennis fan, which I am, um, yeah, I, I enjoy watching him. He's been my favorite tennis player for most of the years I've watched tennis. I really liked Agassi until Agassi oh, stopped. Yeah. Agassi was one of my favorites ever, but. Djokovic probably since Agassi stopped has been my favorite. <clears throat> and um I'm glad to see him back too. He battles injuries often. A lot um you know, it's a lot of setbacks for him. But when he's at the top of his game, <clears throat> he's really, really hard to beat. Really hard. Uh, him and him and Nadal are similar that way. Right, yeah. Uh, Nadal's game is like unorthodox. I know he's got that weird like way that he ho- he grips the racket or whatever. But uh, yeah, in terms of like how their career has played out, I think it's pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. And, and <clears throat> Nadal just has a hard time, man, outside of clay. <laughs> when it's not on clay, yeah, he's vulnerable. On clay, he's just a beast. Because Federer was like the opposite. Right, yeah. And it's weird for people who have never seen a clay court or played on a clay court. It It's hard to imagine, like, it's hard to understand why Nadal is better than everyone on clay. Like, it's hard to think that, oh, tennis should just be tennis everywhere. But it's really not, it's really not the same. Like, for basketball players, there's guys you see that play, you know, at the playground or... On concrete that are amazing, but then when they play in real games, they're not, you know, it's not the same. It's similar to that, you know, the traction, the, um, you know, the speed, the power you have is is different, and it all gets more power on clay than he normally does, you know, in grass or in. Do, I, I, my my dad's a big tennis player, so I think it has something to do with the, um, like just the way the ball bounces off the surface. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it is. I, 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 I used to play tennis a little bit. I don't play anymore, but I, I would like a chance to play on clay just to see what it feels like. Yeah, I, I, I used to play tennis a lot when I was a kid, and I stopped probably right around high school, I think. Right I before high school. I a little bit before, yeah. Yeah. And I, I played on clay before, and clay, it really is different. And, and you don't get the same um, lateral movement that you normally do in, uh, you know, on grass or on court. It's, it's, it's different. You got to really be, um, your balance, it's a different kind of balance you have to have to be able to move quickly on those, um, on clay courts. And it all is just mastered it, man. I mean... 
It's it's crazy. If you guys don't, if you're not tennis fans and you don't know who we're talking about, you should look up the people we're talking about because they're great athletes and they're dominant in their sport. And um, it's just a it's a cool sport. But the other part of Wimbledon that was upsetting was how bad Serena played in the uh, final. She, I, I didn't. I didn't think. I thought she was vulnerable the whole time. Honestly, uh huh. She, she hasn't since since her return, which you know is obviously incredible. Yeah. But um, she hasn't been consistent. Right. So like, yeah, it's an upset, but I'm not shocked that she lost. Oh no, I'm not. It's it's not shocking, but it, it's before, it's before the baby. It used to be shocking when she would lose. At all. Because she was yeah. just running through the sport. She's probably, I mean, she's one of the most dominant athletes That's of all sure. times for in any sure. sport. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But, yeah, the pre- pregnancy, coming back from pregnancy is tough. You know, she got seated low when she came back. You know, um, <clears throat> she missed her baby's first steps practicing. You know, it's a lot of stuff um, going on that... You know, it's just not. It's outside of tennis that makes it not um, not a surprise. But either way, the errors she had were just ridiculous. She had like she like had three times as many errors as Kerber did. Oh man, well, I didn't I didn't see their game, but yeah, know, it was. She usually, I mean, to be honest, she's so dominant that it's not somebody beating her. It's usually just she beats herself. Exactly, and that's what happened. She beat the crap out of herself <laughs> in the finals. But, you know, shout out to Djokovic and Kerber for champs. Shout out to France being a champ. Um, home run derby tonight uh, for the baseball fans out there. The favorite is Max Muncie, <clears throat> but, you know, anything can happen. Uh, we're not. We're uh, be honest. We're not huge baseball fans. So this, this, uh, unless something crazy happens, we're really, we're probably not gonna cover it. Right. Exactly. Like that's a brawl. Like if a brawl breaks out, that's something. <laughs> that's something I, I'd, I'd check out. Like I'd see what's going on. Yeah. Or or a record. You know, something yeah, like that. Definitely. Yeah. That's all we're gonna say about it right now. Anyway. Um. You got any other non-basketball sports? Uh, well, big topics. Three, I can t- touch on big three a little bit. Oh, go ahead, yeah. Uh, they're, they're gone. I mean, this this week, uh, there's nothing else to say besides what I've been saying is that they they let them, you know, cook each other and don't really call shit. Um, <laughs> right. Richard Lewis got hurt, so I don't think he played, which was he's probably my favorite player right now in the big three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it's fun. I actually watched uh, all the games on Friday. Oh, okay. Who, um, who's top performer that you saw for you? Your opinion? MVP of the day. MVP. Uh, Al Harrington's got to get MVP. He got trilogy their first win. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh huh. They've been struggling. And he was like the last 15, 20 points. He was just carrying. They were just. They would give him the ball and get out of the way. 
Who's on? Who else is on his team again? Um, we can't. <laughs> yeah. Why is that funny? <laughs> I threw away McCann's jersey earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> Number one for the Minnesota Timberwolves. I had the McCann's jersey, man. Yeah. I think it was his rookie jersey, I think. Yeah, I just threw Like, right before I came up here to record, I threw it in the trash. Doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, who and who else? McCants and Harrington. Who else? Um, who am I missing? The other guys, I don't really know. It's not nobody big besides them. Oh, okay. So Al Harrington. That was day five or day four? Four. Oh, okay. All right. Shout out to Al Harrington then. Uh, former Nick. Former warrior. Um, yeah. Shout out to Al Harrington. Um, so th- the free agency has continued. Some big moves. What do you want to get into? There's a lot of. There's actually quite a bit of things to discuss. I well, I have two. Number one, I have um, it to the Nuggets. How do you feel about that? Right. It hurts. Like <laughs> watching him go through, and it's not really his fault. I mean, he got hurt. Right. He, if anything, he tried to tough it out and play through it, made it worse. You know, and the the franchise kind of ditched him. Uh huh. Um. He like. He's he's gonna have to live with the fact that he missed out on. I don't know how much money is he missing out on. I mean, it's something crazy. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, they thought he might get a max <laughs> at first. I mean, the year before last, when he was MVP candidate. Missing out on like a hundred fifty million. Right. Yeah, um, but what, aside from his struggles, how, what do you think about the Nuggets? How's um, I would say he helps. You would say he does? Uh, I mean, my thing is, like, I'm concerned. I hope he doesn't impact their chemistry in a bad way. Right. Because, uh, you know, he's, he's going to try to prove himself and whatever. But, uh-huh. um, you know, if he just comes in there and plays, I think he can help them. Because, I mean, their bench is okay, but they could use... they could, Anybody could use, like, an instant scorer. Right. And he could do yeah. that. And hopefully he gets back to form, too. Because he, he never really, like, got fit this year. Right. Like, he, he, he looked out of shape. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, he's coming off a really difficult injury, so. Right. Well, um they they don't they are kind of weak in the uh you know, point guard spot on that team. I think it was Devin Harris, Jamal Murray, and 
they traded Moody A. Uh, I don't know if they had another point guard. Devin Harris's spot has just been taken. Yeah. Yeah, so I I definitely think he's an upgrade with that. I think he um he definitely helps them with depth. For a team that was already pretty deep with scorers, you know, they got more deep. Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, they got him for two mil, so, you know, either way, he's, he's, he's playing like shit, they get rid of him. Yeah, it, I think it's I think it's a decent steal. Decent. Yeah. It's not a major steal, but I think it's a, it's, it's a good deal. Yeah. For a team that is close... Like they are in team developing, I think that's definitely they they couldn't miss out on that. I don't think. Um, and they traded free. Just to see um, how if Jamal Murray gets like better. I yeah, I mean he's improved so far. Every Every year it seems like slightly better. Yeah. If if he has a good year. And Millsap doesn't miss forty games. They they could s- surprise people. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I mean, not just make the playoffs, but like maybe like a Portland situation where get maybe home court in the first round. Right. So, um, the other trade they made was uh. They traded and got. They traded Freed to the Nets, right? Did they that's, trade Daryl Arthur too in the, in that trade? Sad, I think. But like, there's only so much care I have for things, and that trade, like in the scheme of in the grand scheme of things, means nothing. So, well, it it seems like it means nothing. So I, I'm asking you this question: uh, What are the Nets doing? Like, <laughs> what what trades? I couldn't tell you. What can the Nets do? <laughs> they, they fucked their franchise up so much by getting yeah. uh, KG and Pierce. Yeah. So so much. <laughs> and I just I just don't understand why. Looking back on it, I didn't like it to begin with. I remember when they first went there, I was like, dude, they're not gonna beat LeBron. Like, they were. <laughs> that team was crazy on paper though <laughs> but no one was it, they were never all there it was never like a full it's because, squad it's because nobody expected uh, De- um, Darren Williams to just fall off a fucking cliff right uh, Joe Johnson was like he was still good but he wasn't as good right uh, yeah and Pierce wasn't really moving KG wasn't really like Dominating on defense, right? Uh, and even uh, Brooke Lopez. I mean, I talked about Brooke Lopez. If I'm looking <laughs> to lose, Brooke Lopez is a must-have. Right. <laughs> that actually sounds really mean, but I'm sticking with it. I got you. <laughs> the and the Nets also traded Jeremy Lin yeah, to. I saw uh, that. To the Hawks. What what does that mean for the Hawks? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean for the Hawks? Is uh, Schroeder gone? Like with that to you? 
I've heard this is what I've heard. I've read some things that said that that was a trade for Lynn to back up Trey because Schroeder is definitely not going to back anybody up. So they're going to trade Schroeder and get something for him and just roll with Trey and Lynn. I like Lynn, man. When he's out there, he's, he does good things. He just the past like past like two three years, he's been hurt. Yeah, he when he's when he's playing, he could do some damage. Yeah, I guess so. That's not you know he's obviously not Lynn Sanity, but he's a, he he belongs in the NBA. Yeah, he does. I give you that. He could be a quality backup point guard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, big. I guess the biggest move was the Jabari Parker. There we go. That's right. the one I was looking forward to. Yeah. So you know. So what's up with that? What do you think? I saw their starting five. Um, it, it's interesting. I, I like what they're trying to do. I don't know if it's gonna work out. What's the starting five look like? Yeah, Chris Dunn. Uh huh. Uh, Zach Levine. Yeah. Jabari at the three. Oh, at the three? Okay. Uh, and I think it was Markinen at the four and Wendell Carter Jr. at the five, which will probably be switched. Yeah, they they go they can both go back and forth really. Yeah. I mean, it'll it'll probably come down to defense who they have to check. Yeah, for sure. I, I like that starting five again. I, I'm not anticipating anything from them, but. They'll still be bottom three in the East, but they, but they do, they do have a very athletic live five. I, I, I also I want to see what Jabari can do with a healthy year. I I don't know if I want to see it on a bad team though. Like I guess they're not a, I guess they're not a bad team, but they're just not better than anyone. So that, bottom three. <laughs> But I, I guess when I say I still think they're going to be bottom three But I shouldn't say they're bad Because Just because you're not better than Another team doesn't mean you're bad Like there's teams that are bad That have bad players team Players that just aren't good They have good players They're just not going to outperform other teams So I, I don't know if I want to see him on a team That means nothing though See him like You know average this is hypothetical. I don't know if I want to see him average twenty six and and eleven and then only win thirty games. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> I think that'll, well, that'll be better for him. He'll develop confidence that he could be a top tier player, which I think I don't think he is a top tier player. But I think like he could be a quality like two, three, four option, you know? Yeah, yeah, he can, but there's no who was who's the number one option on the Bulls? Levine? No, he will be for now, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a a bad team. I think this is a good year for him to just hopefully stay. I think the the most important thing for him right now is staying healthy. Right, I agree. And what is the? It's like two years, forty million. Um. Uh. Yeah. Something. Something like that. Yeah. Well, I can think check. If he, by your hypothetical numbers, if he averages 26 and 11, 
Oh, no, 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 no. I wasn't saying that I thought he could do that. I was just saying... Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying fine. if I'm he did realistically, that... Realistically, his peak... His peak for the Bulls... Um, let's go 21 points. 21? Yeah. And what? Eight, eight rebounds. 21 and 8? That's a um, best case scenario. I'll roll with that. Say he does that, and then next year he does slightly better, or even slightly worse. He's getting a ma- he's maybe not a max, but he's getting paid. Yeah, so. and you're right. It's two two year forty million. Um, I I think that I guess when you said that he's a really good two or three option, that's what I meant. In that I don't know if I want to see him be a number one option. But it is. It will be interesting. They'll, I think that will be an exciting team. There's going to be a lot of dunks on that team for sure. For sure. A lot of dunks on that team. Dunn should average a good amount of assists. He should average eight plus assists. Definitely. Yeah. It, actually, it's kind of hard to average a lot of assists with Levine on the court, though. But he should have, he should have a good uh, year. He should be holding the fuck out the ball. Yeah, he goes one on one a lot, and he's um, he's not really an in game alley oop guy, you know. Most of his dunks will come from him bring him taking more than two dribbles to get the dunk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got any other basketball? Uh, free agents. What do you think? Uh, this is for for New York guy. <laughs> uh, uh, this was earlier today. I mean, I, I saw this earlier today. I don't know when the news was. Yeah. But um, Kemba, Kemba said he's highly unlikely to become a Nick. Uh, <laughs> he's looking to stay in, as a Hornet. Right. Well, what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know what else he is supposed to say, though. You know? Okay. He... Well, that's who he is, because he's not Carmelo, and he's not like, uh, he's a loyal person, so I don't think, even if he planned on going to the Knicks, I don't think he would say, oh yeah, you know, as soon as his contract is up, I'm out of here, like um, Carmelo would say, or like LeBron would do. He's just not that kind of guy, but with that being said, I, I don't think he's, I don't think he would ever sign with the Knicks. But I do think that if they said we're trading you and they, they said, well, because we like you, we'll give you an option of where you want to go, I think he would say New York. I don't think he would just go. I don't think he's a guy who wants to go play with somebody else like LeBron. Like when LeBron think, wanted him. he's happy in Charlotte. He's definitely happy. He's kind yeah. of running the show. He's doing his thing, man. He's he, 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 but, himself. He's must watch. He is, but he's also a winner, and I don't think that he'll want to just stay there forever and never be in the playoffs. Especially when they keep getting rid of the other good players on the team, like leaving Batum. Right, like you trading and getting Moscow for Dwight. If I'm Kemba and I'm working hard every night, you know I'm breaking. 
franchise records and I I want to win and I see the administration doing that I'd be like uh you know it, it gets you get tired of that and similar to what Carmelo was saying about him in the Knicks he was getting tired of the moves that didn't seem like they were going towards winning a lot of a lot of players have that feeling and I, I think eventually Kimball will get tired of them making moves that don't seem like it's about winning because a lot of times they just make financial moves. The Hornets. I don't know what MJ doing out there. Yeah, I can't. Other than signing Dwight, I can't remember something since Kimba's been on the team that a move that they made that seemed like it was saying, oh, that is a big improvement. They don't make a lot of improvements on the team. And judging how I saw Kimba in college, I don't think Kimba will ever. Just stay on a team that isn't making improvements forever. I don't think anybody could do that, so I'm with you on that one. And he's good enough that he doesn't have to, is is my point. You know, obviously, like, some guys will just have to do that. But he doesn't have to do that. He could go where he wants. So, um, I, we'll see. But I also don't think he would ever, he would never disrespect the city that he's in if he's somewhere. He's a loyal guy, I think. Um, so yeah, that's how that's my feelings. You heard about the Jimmy Butler and Kyrie thing, uh, right? So <laughs> Jimmy at every chance just shits on the uh, on the Timberwolves. He does. That's that's something that Kimba would never do. What he, he did, not. right? So you think he said he wants to go team up with Kyrie? What do you think? Pretty cool. I mean, I like to team up with where he's at right now. So, <laughs> right. Um, they 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 had a successful season. Yeah, they and did. I think if you think of, like they finally broke through, they made the fucking playoffs for the first time since KG was carrying them with his huge backpack. Yeah. Just putting that whole bum ass roster they were they had around KG back then, but anyway, <laughs> let's not get off topic. Yeah, man, they made the playoffs. Like now next year Carl Anthony Towns is gonna be better because of what he went through. I think uh, I, I don't know about Hopefully. Andrew Wiggins because I don't know how much he really likes basketball, but Right. Yeah, I mean Jim, next year Jimmy Butler stays healthy, they probably get a better seed. This, this is my problem with the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves... This is a hot take. I think the Timberwolves have the most divas out of any team in the league. I think that Towns is a diva. Wiggins is a diva. Butler is a diva. Teague... Uh, maybe. Rose is a diva. As much as I like Rose, he's a diva. Um, Crawford isn't, but they had Shabazz Muhammad. He was a diva too, for some reason, even though he had no right to be. But these these are a lot of guys, and when I say diva, I mean these are a lot of guys that like it their way, and there's really like no reason they should even want their way because their way is not uh, significant, I guess. 
Like, Towns could not carry a team by himself to the playoffs. No one of those players could carry a team by themselves to the playoffs. But yet they act like they should get the same liberties as, as like, someone who does. You know? Absolutely. So I, I think that having that many divas on a team is hard. And I see why Butler has frustration with it because you know every, every diva will have frustration with another diva on the team like Kobe and Shaq for instance uh, so I I don't think I think he'll be gone next year before the year's over somebody will be gone and it won't be Towns I think Towns will be the only one that they is untouchable but um I do think that they should try to figure it out and get it done because I do think they have a good team. And on paper, I think that the team is contending on paper, but they never play like a contender when you watch them play. So I, I, I think they've shown flashes of, I don't want to nah, say, say contender, but they've shown flashes of like being a top-tier team. Yeah, they show, they show flashes, but... You know, flashes don't win games. Well, but, well I, I, I mean, they won a healthy amount of games. They did. They did. And in the playoffs, there was just nothing they could do with Houston. I, w- I went to one of the Houston games. You know, I went to the playoff game. And it was just, you know, they just couldn't all, for some reason, they can't all play good at the same time. It's like only two of them will play good, and That's everyone else plays a, a really of, bad. A lot of superstar combos, like, find that to be a to be an issue. Yeah, they do. But the, I think that's that's my problem. I don't think... This is my opinion. I don't think they have any superstars on the team that should like conflict with each other to the point where they play bad. I think that they have really good players. Uh, Ta- I, I guess I would consider Towns a superstar. But I don't... Butler and... Um, Wiggins, I think, are really good players. Butler, I obviously think, is better. But they shouldn't... Butler's not a superstar? I I don't consider Butler a superstar. No, not a superstar. I'll give him a star. He's a star. But a superstar... Mm, I, I, I think it's the way he plays that doesn't make him a superstar. His game is so complimentary. Like... He doesn't need the ball all the time to play well. He's a really good garbage bucket guy for his size and his position. You know, he's getting better at shooting. Defense is obviously his specialty. Uh, so, I, because creating his own shot isn't like his best thing, or isn't even that, he's not the best on his team at it. I don't call him the superstar, per se. But I think he could be one. But... Your team has to be pretty bad for Butler to be your, your superstar. And uh, and Wiggins, too. I think your team has to be pretty bad for him to be your superstar. But Towns could be a superstar on a team that... Well, he is one on a team that's good. He's the superstar to me. So I, that's why I consider those guys divas. Because I think they do think they're superstars. And they're not. Other than Towns. Towns probably is a superstar. But he's too young to act like he does. Like, if if what Butler says is true, him, 
you know, not wanting to practice, not wanting to work out, and, you know, him goofing off at video game tournaments and stuff, like, you know, I know he, I know he's a millionaire, but your job comes first, you know? With that kind of money involved, though, you, you know, you never know how somebody's going to react. Exactly. Approach. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully they get it together. And, you know, uh, Thibodeau finds a way to um, get those guys on the same page. You know, Rose is a good leader. He's old, but he's a good leader. He's a good um, leader? Yeah, I think he is. You don't think so? For the rest of the team, compared to the rest of the team, I think I think Butler's fine, man. I I just think needs he needs to stop just like shitting on the team. He does. I mean, you don't even do it in public. Yeah, but the problem is he's done it. So now the yeah now the cleanup is harder than the prevention. For sure. Yeah. So now you. It's up to the coach and, like I said, the veteran leaders to um, clean it up and then more prevention. So, prevention of from it happening again and prevention from him leaving. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I guess the only pro- only critique I have of their season is that they dropped a lot. Because weren't they like fourth seed for a long time? I think that's, that was when Butler got hurt. Yeah, but how long he was hurt long enough for them to lose like but yeah, that many games? Dude, they had to. Did, did you see the difference between the three seed and the Nuggets who didn't make the playoffs? Yeah, I know. I know that the Timberwolves and the Nuggets basically had a play-in game to make it. Yeah, there was a between the three seed and the nine seed. Guess how many games separated them? What, like two. Two. <laughs> Yeah, so. so yeah, I mean, they lost Butler, and Butler was out for like over a month. Yeah, he was out for a while. But yeah, hopefully they stay healthy this year. Hopefully, they they get to use Rose, and Rose makes a positive impact. Hopefully, if Crawford is still alive, <laughs> he makes a positive impact. You know, oh, I think they could probably get more pieces because they lost that dude to the um, Sixers by Elitza. They lost him. Right, right. Um, hopefully they can get help in that position. I don't know if they I don't know if they were looking to get someone or why why they let him go. Maybe he just didn't want maybe he didn't want to stay there. I don't know. But um, uh, that was I think that was kind of a big blow for them to lose bench wise. Yeah, definitely. I mean we talked about this a few episodes ago, but yeah, man, I think it's a really big loss. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully they get it together. Um, well, well, since we were talking about Jimmy, what do you think about Kyrie saying that that he might not, uh, he might leave Boston? Well, Kyrie, like, Kyrie has shown that he. He's not really about like winning. He 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 wants he wants to win. He doesn't want to be a part of winning. He wants to win. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Where he wants to do it his way in his ideal situation, where he's the guy. 
yeah, and I mean, this is just more proof of that. So, you well, do you think he's the guy if he goes to New York with Butler and Porzingis there? Yeah. You said yeah. Yeah, because he's so money, man. Like, it's like Kemba's the same way to a lesser degree. Yeah. Like, they're just such, like, they're so box office. They are, absolutely. Yeah. Kyrie's Kyrie's a champion. He is. And he wasn't, he didn't, didn't, you know, rat in the car. He didn't participate in the championship. He He was a huge reason for why they won it. He was the most clutch that year for them in the playoffs. Yeah, he, um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he. I really think that LeBron robbed him of the Finals MVP that year. That they won. I. I mean, LeBron deserved it because he's the man. But when it came to who was most valuable in the Finals, if you take it for the literal sense, I. I would say Kyrie because I. I think that with just LeBron and Love, they would have did what they did this year. But Kyrie that year made such a big impact. Garden Steph, how he did, lighting stuff up like he did. Lighting uh, Clay up, who was locking him up. Right, yeah. I mean, it was, it was big. I think he had one of the biggest performances uh, that year. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he does want, want to be the guy. And he came to the Celtics and realized he's not the guy. Brad they have Stevens a great team. The guy. Right, Brad Stevens is the guy, and that's kind of how I said about the Spurs. You know, um, Popovich is the guy on the team. He's the captain of the team, and Stevens is the captain of the Spurs. And I, and I don't think if Kyrie leaves, I don't think it's anything to do with him and Stevens's relationship. I think it's just like you said. It's just he wants to be the reason, and I I don't I don't think that he's capable of being the guy. I really don't. Well, I'm with but you. you don't think he's capable either. Why? Why don't you think he's capable? Because uh, I think that's a hot take for some people. Because he has a lot of fans out there that think he is the guy. I just, I mean, the big, the big one, and this is a big one, and people just kind of gloss over it, but is being able to stay on the court. <laughs> right. I mean, has Kyrie ever played eighty-two games? <laughs> I. I don't know. Kyrie's never played a... He hadn't played a full season in college. Right. (laughs) He might not have played a full season his whole life. Right. (laughs) So think about that. It's it's similar with uh, Chris Paul's kind of in the same boat where, yeah, I mean, they're they're great, but, you know, if he's going to be missing for game six and seven, uh, you're not going to get out of that round. Right. And it's it's like it's tough to say that because it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's just the way it is. So yeah. And, yeah, and then, you know, there's questions and how is Porzingis gonna come back? Uh, Butler's a little more durable, but yeah, I mean he's not gonna hold the fort on his own. Butler gets hurt a lot, though. Yeah, he gets hurt quite a bit. It it would just be a <laughs> it would be a very it would be an injured 
like an injured vets show there. <laughs> it would be a lot of injuries that year, I think. I don't think it would work out very well, honestly. <laughs> nah, I don't either. I, and I don't think Kyrie is the point guard for Porzingis at all. I don't think they're like a good mix as far as point guard and center or power forward, whatever. Just the way he, they don't complement each other. Their games, I don't think, would complement each other much. Yeah. I think it would almost be like kind of how I said before. If you have Kyrie, like you wouldn't need someone at Porzingis' stature. Like it would be a waste of some of Porzingis' talent. Him playing second fiddle or even third fiddle to Kyrie and Jimmy. You might as well just get someone else seven foot that can kind of shoot to do it. Because, like, having Porzingis, I mean, he'll have a max by then probably, right? Isn't this his last year of his contract? Um, I think one more. Like the the one coming up? Or after the this upcoming year is his last one. Yeah, so. One more, yeah. Yeah, to think that they got to sign three max guys for to have that team. Well, I think Porzingis will they'll have some time because he'll come off an injury and he he probably won't play well enough to get a max. I I guarantee someone else will offer him a max though. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know if he doesn't play at all this season. Yeah, he might not. That might be part of their plan. Maybe they don't want him to play at all this season, so no one offers him a max the next season. Because if he, if he came in halfway and plays anything as good as he did before he got hurt this year, he would get a max. And then you got Jimmy, and obviously Kyrie is a max guy. I don't know if Jimmy might be a guy that would take a cut to be on a good team. But I know Kyrie is not. Yeah, I mean, if, and if he went out of his way to say, I want to play with Kyrie, I think that also shows that he's probably willing to take a little bit less money. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's all fantasy anyway. Uh, I really don't think it'll happen. As much as I hope it happens, I don't think it'll happen. But um, you got any, any more <laughs> basketball to talk about? Um, Trey Young is, is starting to is starting to pick it up, man. He is. I told you it was just a matter of time, man. He just had to get he's it. That, I, I didn't realize how he's got a really nice floater. floater oh, his floater is wet. Uh, his, he's, you're finally, like, his assists are starting to get noticeable. Right. Wet. Yeah. Yeah, man, I really it, like that. Uh, was it, they made, like, a comeback a couple games ago. Yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. And he was a huge factor, and I, I I really liked how he played that game. Yeah. He just had to, I mean, playing with NBA guys will enhance your game. For sure. You know, especially when you're a point guard who can pass like he does, and he got guys catching passes. He got, they're giving him the freedom. I think they're playing him how they want him to play in the season. You know, they're saying, look, man, we you need to take shots here. Because if you're not taking shots in the season, we don't we don't need you. We need you to take shots. How you're going to take shots in the game, you know? And I, I think he's doing. I think he's doing good. I think he's. I think he's. Um, it's a really good warm up for him. He looks good. Um. Colin Sexton is looking really really good too. Colin is. 
Um, a lot of a lot of the experts are saying he's the preseason rookie to watch. Thing with him is he's he's hitting shots, mm-hmm. uh, but his jump shot is broken. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's but ugly. And Lonzo was hitting shots in the preseason or in right. the summer league. So, and Lonzo was struggling shooting the ball. So, mm-hmm. well, his form isn't as jacked up as Lonzo's, but I, I, I'm just saying, you heard it here first. Don't be surprised if he has a shooting slump to start the year. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think he'll even take that many threes. I think he'll know <laughs> that you know that's not his game. Uh, he's a, he's a, like a like that bully, like put your head down, try to make something happen. Yeah, he's got that that thing going for him. I don't know with his size. I don't know if he'll be able to survive like that. Right. But uh, I'm excited to watch him for sure. Yeah, I think it'll be different for him when. Everyone is just as quick as he is, and everyone is just as aggressive. Like kind of like you said, at his size, I, th- I think it'll be awkward. But I think he'll, I think he'll be okay. Not great, but okay. This year, um, can't think of anything else. Capella at this moment, Capella is still not on the team. Um. Uh. Carmelo still has not chosen his destination. I said it. I said it. Carmelo might not get signed. No, Carmelo will get signed. <laughs> he will get signed. He just hasn't picked yet. That's all. There's no way. A really long time. <laughs> At this point, Swaggy P, Nick Young has still not been signed. Uh, Dwayne Wade has not signed yet. Marcus Smart has still not been signed. Mavericks dropped Yogi Ferrell. I thought was big. Did you? That was a, yeah. That was that was interesting to me. Um, well, I thought I Yogi played. A chance. He turned out to be a fluke. Yeah. I let him go. That's that's all there is to say about that. I guess that. so. I guess so. They gave him a really big chance. It's because he cooked Damian Lillard. Yeah, he did. That one game. <laughs> he has not had a, a t- over 20 points since. Well, I mean, everyone else said they're not letting that happen to them. You know. Uh, sounds a lot about the third seed top tier point guard who got swept. Right. But anyway, that's another another fight for another day. Yeah, uh, I'm worried is not my word, but I'm really curious about this Capella situation, man. He said he wants a hundred million. I'm gonna get it. I said they offered him eighty-five. I don't know. Uh, I guess he could hold out. This is world. It's running out of time, though. Definitely, yeah. We're getting to that point. It's their world. We're getting to the point where every other team has gotten guys, and you know doesn't have eighty-five million to give up now. You know. That's true. I'll give you that. 
So I, I, I really hope he's not that petty. I know $15 million is a fuck ton of money, but, like, dude, you're on a contender. You're in the perfect situation. Like, yeah. you know, don't sacrifice that for, for a slightly smaller contract. Yeah, and the other thing I think is, I've seen this before and I've read this, that uh, in this situation... The Rockets may be waiting to see what Carmelo wants before they get Capella and then not have enough money for Carmelo. So maybe they say, Carmelo, look, man, we really want Capella. He wants 100. We only got about 15 left. So is that good for you? If it's not, you know, they may be negotiating with Carmelo first because Carmelo would be the guy. That they're trying to cater to I over Capella, because yeah. however much Car- Carmelo needs is how much they can give. You know, they know how much they can give Capella. That's a possibility, and it's happened before. They've a lot of teams have done that, so we'll see. We will see. We will definitely be reporting on that when it happens. Uh, so any more sports? We done with sports? I think so. Yeah, that's about it. All right. Uh, this is now the transition one hour or 58 minutes into the podcast we're going to transition to music so what do we have what do we have in music Uh, Wiz (laughs) what else we're going to get Wiz but what else what else you got crickets like uh Chief Keef's mixtape or album I think you listen to it? Like, I listen to like half of it. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. What else? I mean, if it's a Chief Keef, you know, project, not much to say. Right. I saw some. I saw a lot of memes about it. You know, saying uh-huh. he had some like better songs on there. I guess I don't know. I, it was fans, fans saying that it was good. I'm not a fan though, so. Alright. Uh, the big one that wasn't Wiz Khalifa that threw me off and I was not ready for was uh, Fat Trail dropped a mixtape. Fat Trail? Are you drawing a complete blank on who that is? No, I know who it is, but I, I was just shocked that you said that name. Yeah, he dropped a mixtape <laughs> called Finally Free. I was making sure I heard you right. You heard me right, yeah. That's crazy. You listen to that? I listen to it. <laughs> it's okay. It's it's. I mean, you know, it's not gonna blow anybody away. But if you're looking for some good rap music, check it out. It was a mixtape, you said? Yeah, cause it came out. I got it on Dat Piff. I didn't see it on like iTunes or anything. So. Oh okay. But uh, yeah, the uh, there was a couple of features like Rick Ross was on there. So I think he's. I don't know if he's still with MMG. Um, uh, I would think he is, I guess, since he's still working with Rick Ross, but... Right. You never know. Uh, there's a, somebody else. I don't think Meek Mill was on there, but maybe Wale. Uh, it was good, though. I listened okay. To, I mean, I listened to it Thursday, twice. Mm-hmm. So I don't have, like, an in-depth analysis on it, but... Uh, I can tell you both times I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. I remember the, the last song was uh, was probably the the best one for me. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, so let's just jump right in, man. Wiz, he's back. Is he back? 
Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> is he back? What do you mean? What is he back to? Like, <laughs> he never left. <laughs> so, well, I mean, he's back because he's been gone, you know, no project for a long time. Yeah, but album, right? This is the album? This is his first album in a good, like, three, four years. So, okay, go ahead. Give us your deep dive. Tell me everything. Spill the beans. Uh, I I listened to it twice, but, like, an attentive two listens. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, I would have listened to it, like, four times, but it's 25 fucking songs. I was just like, <laughs> right? Oh, man, I just don't have that t- t- kind of time. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's. Um, I'm gonna, I, gotta, I guess I gotta sell up, kind of like Bob, which I was a huge fan of the first one of Rolling Papers one. Right. The, the it was single, good. It was very very good. I remember the singles leading up to it were incredible. Black and yellow. That was like. My high school had those colors, so it was, you know, it was rocking at my high school. I remember every warm-up, all that. Um, Roll-up was honest, obviously really good. Uh, no, right. no Sleep was really good. Uh, my two favorite songs were uh, The Race and Fly Solo were both really good. And there's all these other songs are good. Uh, right. I'm not going to go into all 17 of them, but they're all... I don't remember any of these, or 15. I don't remember all 15 of these songs. Like, I don't remember any of them being bad. Okay. That's a, yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm not going as far as to call it flawless, because I'm not a stan when it comes to words, but I'm a fan. And his, uh, all in IFC, I liked. Black Hollywood, I, I wasn't a fan of. Uh-huh. Um, Khalifa, the Travis Scott song was really good, but again, I wasn't really a fan of. Right. And but Rolling Papers has been in in. It's been like discussed. And he's talked about it for several years now. Right. To be honest, I think he was talking about it before Khalifa came out. I think he was too. Yeah. Um, I did. I I, I, I kind of liked Black Hollywood, but I didn't love it. Like you said, continue uh, though. Um. So we're we're here. Black uh, Rolling Papers two. Much anticipated. Well, I, I was I was excited. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm a fan. I'm like I'm not a stand. I wasn't like this wasn't my most anticipated project of the year or anything like that. But um, yeah, I, I, I like Hopeless Romantic came out like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I thought it set it set up the album pretty well. I mean, there's some, maybe another song came out, but I didn't really I didn't hear that one. Um, so yeah, the the album dropped and it's 25 songs, as I said, <laughs> and it takes an hour 30 minutes to get through it. <laughs> um, yeah. And it pissed me off that there were so many throwaway tracks in here. Okay. There, there were songs in here where I could I could just tell I was like, dude, he was not trying to make a good song. He was just trying to like add another track to the album. 
let me well yeah continue i i feel you because i the few that i listened to i i felt that way too granted the the thing is i didn't get to listen to this album in the official order that i'm like like i'm looking at it on itunes i didn't listen to it in this order right but i mean it's Wiz khalifa it's not like you know it's not kendrick lamar so i'm not stressing about that too much right um yeah, I mean, if you if if one of our listeners heard it in the correct order and liked it, you know, feel free to give us your feedback. But my thing was, like I said, there's so many throwaway tracks. There's so many tracks that I could tell were just flat out bad. <laughs> um, the four, 420 freestyle was bad, uh, <laughs> like really bad. Like something something new with Ty Dolla Sign. And he he usually has great chemistry with Ty Dolla Sign. He does, yeah. So I was shocked at how subpar that song was. Right. If if Ty wasn't in it, it would be really, really, really bad well, yeah. to me. Um, yeah. was, the the two the two that I heard back to back that almost made me turn off the fucking album <laughs> was uh, "Going Hard" and "Holyfield." Dude, I listened to those songs back to back. I I turned it off for like a couple of minutes. <laughs> I told you how far I made it, right? Yeah, so what, four or five? Well, it was five because hard. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, the first is just just further into the fucking darkness. Yeah, um, and okay, so it's not. I don't want to say it's bad. Because it's not. Like, mm-hmm. there, there's songs you could take away from here. The song with Chevy Woods was pretty good, and the like the twofer, the song that was two and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. The Bone Thugs song was really good. I that's probably my favorite song. Okay. But there's been there's been rumors for a long time that he's gonna drop something with Bone Thugs. And I think I think it lived up to the hype. It's got that signature like they're all coming in there, too too perverse. Uh, Wiz does the hook, and he does a really good job. It's a good, it's like a cool hook. Right. It's, you know, it's aiming for that like mainstream popularity, and I, I I'll be surprised if it doesn't get it. Um, the, the Sweet Lee song is the popular pick for best song. Right, yeah, I know uh, that. I, I don't blame anybody who, who makes that pick. But mm-hmm. honestly, all the songs where he was solo, also the uh, MXX and Light guy, all of his songs, and there was what, three, four? Three, I think. Three. They were all good. All three of them were good. Um, uh, the, currency, the Currency song especially was really good. Okay. The Gucci Mane song is one of the most played. Gucci, Gucci Mane and uh, Pharrell Pharrell with Lil Skies was they're both like the Pharrell Pharrell's like that like kind of trap hit that he's going for. Mm-hmm. Um. Damn, man, all the songs where he's on his own and it's just him. That wait, I was, that's the exact point I was gonna make on my deep dive. I can't remember the last song that only has Wiz Khalifa that I really liked. 
other like other than on rolling papers one since then he's he's needing help I'm with you on that one I I can't I mean well no one's on uh, weed and boys right that song came and went pretty quick yeah I liked it when it came but then you're right it did it did go so uh, other than that I can't think of any song by himself that I've liked. Uh, it's been a, like no sleep and roll up and black and yellow since then. It's been kind of a dry spell for him. Right, exactly. That that's that's how I feel about Wiz. He he's really good with other people, featuring artists. He's good, but when it's just him, man, twenty five songs. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. An anonymous source. I'm not gonna go into who told me this, but I thought it was. It was very wise, mm-hmm. and what they said was, uh, "I just don't think he's good enough to hear it for twenty-five tracks." <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, so I just I, I, I thought that summed it up perfectly. He's he's not a twenty-five track guy. He's just not. Yeah. He makes dude, he makes he's a fucking pothead who makes music for. He just makes, like, cool, you know, unique, like, I don't even know if it's really unique anymore, but... How, how many songs about weed do you need on the album? On one album? Uh, than, if, you're, if you're passing eight, I think it's too much. Right. That's why I think Daytona was so good. If you think about if Daytona was, like, 20 songs... Uh huh. Dude, I'd get tired of that shit so fast. Right. But because you could go into Daytona and you could listen to it in 20, 30 minutes. And move on. It's perfect. Yeah. Well, I got a couple. I got one, one specific thing I didn't want to forget. Uh, well, one thing was Snoop, Snoop Dogg sounded pretty cool. Snoop Dogg sounded like almost like a throwback. Yeah, him and him, Snoop and Wiz have great chemistry also, too. Yeah, they also have very good chemistry. Yeah. The movie was trash, but you know, whatever. <laughs> really bad. Uh, what I I literally I didn't write it down, but I took note of it. Uh huh. Party next door. Yes. What the fuck? That shit, bro. <laughs> Do not. Yo, first of all, I don't. I can't remember where they ripped off that beat from. All the way up. All the way up. Anyway, so not only is it not like the song isn't very original. Yeah. And thank God to my ears, it's short. And a lot, of the, uh-huh. a lot of the shittier songs were short, which I liked. Right. Um, which, I'll get into that in a, I, in a few minutes. It's I, not really about weird. It's not a hot take, because, you know, there's so, many, there's so much music I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. But Party Next Door on Rain was the worst feature of the year for me. <laughs> And, and, okay, I might be living in the moment because I mean I gotta go back through some stuff for, yeah. to make that claim official. Uh huh. But fuck, he was awful. 
That's crazy. And I like Party Next Door. I was excited when I got to that song. Right. I was like, yo, Wiz and Party. Like, this could be cool. Like, this could be something creative. I ripped <laughs> off another fucking song and Party Next Door tries to rap. <laughs> Dude, you lost me. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> After, I mean, for me, that was one of the later tracks that I heard, so... But I yeah. was so let down. I was like, I literally was pissed off the next like three songs. <laughs> yeah, right. I got you. I was so shocked at how bad he was. Party man. I don't know. He's he's someone we'll go and we need to go into a deep dive one day. Definitely. Not today though. Probably his next. I mean, he's probably he's probably got a project coming sometime soon. Yeah. Probably. Hey, he might be writing another hit. At the end of the summer, right? That's his kind of spot. Yeah. All his, uh, all his Party Next Door albums dropped at the end of the summer, I'm pretty sure. Like, August. Right. So, it wouldn't surprise me if he dropped something. Yeah, it seems like it's about that time. You know what Wiz Khalifa's thing is, man? I think... I think album-wise, he was a one-hit wonder. Uh-huh. Maybe not a one-hit wonder, but, like, Rolling Papers was so, like, big that uh-huh. like, he just couldn't top that. And I don't... I mean, that's fine. But I think he's done a fantastic job of staying relevant by dropping, like, random, random, like, fire tracks. And it's been, yeah, it's been random because it's been, like... Maybe he was featured in something. A lot of them, like, the fa- his Fast and Furious soundtracks are really good. Yeah, they were very good. Yeah. The, su- the song in Suicide Squad that he was on was really good. The one with, like, a bunch of guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, th- I think Shell Shocked was another one that... Turtles. Also, I think it was from the second movie, which fucking sucked, but... Um, yeah, man, I, See You Again was just... Remember how that blew up? Yeah. Uh, Major. We own it with two chains was really really fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Go harder, go home is another fast thing. Yeah, man. I think he's just stayed relevant by being featured and and still occasionally putting out like a song that that blows up on the radio or in clubs or something. Yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. No, that's, it really isn't. That's a good lane for him because he's, you know, listening to his—he's not a lyricist. He's not gonna—he's not gonna go crazy with the, with the like metaphors and the and the lines and the stories. Like he's not gonna do any of that. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's the song. What was the song he was talking about? Like, I don't know if it was for a fact he was talking about uh, Amber Rose, but he was kind of like going into something deep. I can't remember mm. which song it was. Fuck. I can't remember either. I do remember that being a rumor. Maybe it was Ocean? I don't know. I I, I don't want to guess, but... um. Yeah, man, I, he was, like, talking about, like, shit, and I could feel... Like, I was like, man, he's just, like, this is not his comfort zone at all. Oh, it, it says B-O-K? I thought it was B-O-K. Yeah. 
don't know. I just think that's not his lane, and like, yeah, I'm like, it doesn't ruin like what I what I expected out of him. Right. I'm not looking at this and going like, oh, I can't fucking listen to Wiz anymore. Like, no, right. I'm, I don't think I don't think he's capable of dropping an album that bad. Because like I said, mm. this album doesn't qualify as bad. Like, if I'm making a top ten worst albums list, it, there's no way this makes it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. It's not one of the worst you ever heard, but no, it's not. definitely not. It just wasn't there for you as far as Wiz goes. Well, I expect a little more. Maybe, like, maybe if there's one or two more songs that I could come away with and be like, yeah, this was fire... I would uh-huh. change my perception on the whole project. So, really, <laughs> it was like a hit or two short of being a good album. Okay. But what pisses me off is I think the reason for that is because there's so many throwaway tracks in here. Right. Most, if like 90% of the songs where it's just him are throwaways. Yeah, they are. That's... You know, I think he would probably benefit of the um, big singles and just like eight album, I mean, eight song albums, but have like two good singles on each of those. Yeah. I think he would be set, man. Because when, then, he, when he finds a hit, it's a yeah. hit. Like, he finds gold. Yeah, he does. So, like, yeah, man, I just think. Oh, like I, I'm not. I'm not gonna get. I got a little animated there, but mostly because of party. It wasn't really like the project that, you know, messed with me or anything like that. Right. But party. If your next album sounds like this, I'm done. <laughs> that shit was so bad. Fuck. <laughs> so no rapping for party from now on. Fuck no. <laughs> I, I I wish Party would just make music and not do all these other ventures that he likes to do. The yeah. rapping, the writing, the modeling. That really gets to me because there's so many hits that he supposedly wrote. Yeah. And I think about him like, dude, he could have like blew up and been a fucking star. His uh, his work um, reference track is is fire. I liked it a lot. I listened to it. I still listen to it sometimes. A lot of party but, tracks I like. I remember Don't. Yeah. I don't three or two. I think it was two. I remember Don't was just magic. Yeah. He. Come, you know. come and see me was obviously magic, like just fire. Yeah. I recognize as like the popular one. Crazy thing is, he didn't even really need Drake on "Come and See Me" to me. Yeah, I didn't. Recon- it still I like, been nice. Re- Recognize was good. Like Dr- yeah, well, Drake was a good fit for that one, but uh, I agree that he didn't need to be on. Uh... I'm sorry, "Don't Run" was the song I was thinking of. Yeah, on three, it was on three, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not nice. Missed. Was pretty nice. Yeah, he's got some songs. Six, sixteen songs. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, party man. I, I still believe in you. There's only one feature, you know. 
gotta get you gotta get that paycheck. I don't blame you. Right. Um, Riz, you know, I give I if I'm if I was to rate it, I give it a four out of ten. <laughs> Five, four and a half. Okay. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, the thing is, I, I it is bad, but. For me, I, I don't expect a lot out of Wiz. Oh, my expectations are low. Right. Yeah. And he just hasn't delivered anything to me, man, in a long time. So it's kind of sad, but at the same time, it is what it is. Definitely is what it is. So what what else we got with music, man? Any, uh... uh I listened to the, um... Uh... I listened to the uh, Childish Gambino songs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you right now, and again, another hot take of me probably living in the moment. Yeah. But uh, was it Summertime Magic? Yeah. If we do a top ten songs of the year, it's for sure going in there. <laughs> yeah. It, it'll be a song of the year. One, because it's him, and two, because it's the vibe. It's just the nice. The vibe is so fire. It's such a great vibe, man. It's, it feels Like Summer is good, and I listened to it Feels Like Summer first. Uh-huh. And it, it's good, and I, like if it comes on, like I don't skip it. it maybe it's a tiny bit long. Could have been a little shorter, maybe, but Summertime Magic. I wish for that to be longer when I hear it. Yeah. Every time I'm like, fuck, it's over already? God, this song is so good. <laughs> yeah, I really hate... Sometimes I think artists know that they're doing that and then know that they're going to get, like, four streams. Oh, no, I hope not. I think they do that. I think they know, like, man, this is heat. Let me cut this off and make people <laughs> listen to it again. Because they have to know, man. They have to know when something is fire. Or they wouldn't let it out as singles. Right. And they... I'm they that. Add another minute, man. Like they do it a lot, though. <laughs> it happens too often. Uh, um, I wanted to. I actually wanted to mention some things I went back to. I went back to a couple of things that I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like now that we're now that we're doing a podcast, we're kind of like living in the moment with, with a lot of music because mm-hmm. there's something coming out all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, international artist is really good. Like it, it, you know how some things you go back to, you don't really doesn't sound quite like you remembered. Yeah, international artist was almost better when I came back to it. Yeah, it it, it was it was really good, especially when it was good for people. I think who don't know all those artists, it maybe even like some of the artists on there, like. For sure, yeah. It was it was really good, very very good. Well, I'm still I'm still bumping Victory Lap. Certain not the whole thing, but certain tracks are still. Oh yeah. On repeat, not repeat, but like in the, the rotation. The, the title track is fire. Yeah, it uh, is. The Kendrick song, the YG song, Double Love, Hustle and Motivate. Yeah, they're Victory Lap is gonna be in my top ten. Yeah, it's a great album. It definitely is one with a lot of songs that can, that you know, you can hit every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, do you have any singles? That's about it, really, like, big stuff that I came back to. Yeah. Um, 
You said, do I have any new singles out? I mean, I missed like the Ariana Grande one. Yeah, I heard that. Um, what was it called? God is a woman. Yeah. Is there another one? Um, for her. Yeah. I think she was featured on somebody's. Okay. Um, but that was the big one. That was big. Uh, I didn't love it. I didn't. I didn't hate it either, though. But I don't know. It's not something I would want to hear a lot. Um. Mary J. Blige came out with a new little something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's still around. Mary J. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't, you know, Buddy is somebody that a lot of people aren't familiar with. But he came out with a song with Khalid that's kind of nice. Um, Alicia Cara, nah. No, it was nothing. Nothing really blew my mind. No singles that I was like that I feel like are worth mentioning. What, no uh, offense. What came out that I'm, I'm an, I, go, I usually go to iTunes for like you know to get hip on stuff that's out or stuff that's especially singles. Uh huh. Um, and Mac Miller's album is coming in what two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. And I, what was the single he dropped about a month ago that was really good? Uh, I can't find it. I'm looking because it's not. It's not on the album. I don't think. Well, he just dropped another single, yeah, "Self Care." That, that one heard? I haven't heard yet. But I'm trying to find the other one that he dropped that I really liked. Uh. Oh, he had like a three. He dropped three at like the same day, right? Programs. Programs um, is the one. Small worlds and buttons. I think program. I'm like eighty percent sure it was programs. Uh, yeah. That's what about a, it? That song is really good. And what's the crazy thing is, his I hated the Divine Feminine. This one. Yeah. 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 That's like, it's back to that, like, that thing he used to do. Yeah. And he would just kind of flow. He had that, like, thing going. Um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this right now for his album is called Swimming. Yeah. That's the one. I'm going to have a deep dive for that one. Okay. Because I have albums to bitch about when it comes to his career and uh-huh. albums to praise when it comes to his career, so... So and you said you didn't like Divine Feminine? Not at all. <laughs> Why not? I hated what he was going for. Like, yeah, I, I didn't. I never, I'm not. I've. Go ahead. He's done this before, where he's gone for that like drug, like you know that drug, like out of it type of thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, like the word, the specific word to call it. I know, like that lackadaisical kind of talk. I know what you mean. I never like it when he goes for that, man. I like it when he fucking raps, when he his hooks are like upbeat, up-tempo. Like, I, I like when he goes for stuff like that. And I think, I'm hoping pro, with programs, I'm hoping this album is back to that. And I'm going to listen to, the, what is it, self-care? Yeah. I'm going to listen to self-care, like, within the next few days, just to really, like... Wednesday, I have a better opinion on how excited I am for it. 
Okay. But that's definitely um, something to look forward to for, for me at least. Yeah, you know, I like some of Max's songs, but I really don't like him. But I like. I don't know. I think the only reason I don't like him is because he's so inconsistent. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I I loved um, Good AM. Yeah. I loved that. I mean, it was. I won't say it was flawless, but. It was definitely. It was seventeen songs in there. I, it was fourteen. I think I really liked thirteen. Maybe I liked. Yeah, it, it he was, works with Chief Keef quite a bit. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's uh, an interesting combo. <laughs> I, why though? I wonder. I don't know. I don't know what they. I just can't. I, I, I can't picture them like meeting and thinking like, yeah, we should do fucking tracks together. Because Mac is from Pittsburgh. I believe so, yeah. And Chief is, come, is from Chicago. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Absol's another guy he works with a lot. He could he could stop that relationship. <laughs> I think Absol is one of the people that influences that shitty like vibe thing that I was talking about. Cause he does it and he's good at it. But right. Absol's I don't wanna call people garbage, but if that do I if I don't need to finish that sentence? Wow, I have soul that bad. Uh, he's not good, man. Not to me. I'm not. I won't say he's not good in general, but uh, he's got like his fan base is so weird, man. <laughs> his fan it base, takes a weird guy to like him. I his think his fan base like assumes that he's like flawless, <laughs> but the, the crazy thing is like. Everyone else thinks he's garbage, right? Like his fans think he's like you know he's in like he's in depth. He talks about like shit that people can't comprehend. Like I don't know, man. <laughs> I, you know, it might just be bad, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. It is just bad to me. Has, I don't want to say his flawless projects, but he's come very close on several occasions. Who has? Mac Miller. Oh, he's had yeah he has he has some really really good uh, watching projects. movies with the sound off it's it's close yeah it's very very couple, good a couple skips on here but that's okay like there's 19 tracks so right completely understandable you know, when that came out I was I was at the point where I felt that like you needed to be a fan of his to really like him and then when uh, Good AM came out, I, I, and I really, really liked it, then I went back to watching movies, and I was like, okay, yeah, he's nice. And I think that, it wasn't the first time I heard him, but I'd only heard singles before watching movies. I didn't hear the mixtapes, like the full mixtapes. I just heard a lot of the, the big singles. So I was like, eh, yeah, I, oh yeah, I know this guy. So I looked it up listen to it and I was like uh I don't really like this so I stopped it then when good am came out listened to the hits no no good am at first it had like I think one of the out one of the songs was like for free or something the first one I think it was clubhouse like it was a promotion or something I remember 100 grandkids came out like early on yeah that did too but clubhouse was the first one I heard and I listened to it and I liked it 
so then I ended up downloading the whole album and uh, loving it then I went back and then now I do understand why watching movies was very good it's still I still don't like it better but it is good it's a really good project his opening through well I mean he had he had mixtapes before Blue Slide Park yeah but Blue Slide Park was the first like full project that I heard Mm-hmm. He went Blue Slide Park, then he went Macadelic, which I think is his best mixtape. Right, it is. And then watching movies with the sound off, that's a... And this was, you know, year after year after year. Right. Man, looking back, I remember thinking after his watching movies came out, I remember thinking, man, this guy's up next. Like, he's, yeah. he's gonna, like... He's gonna explode kind of like Logic has in a way where Logic has even though his albums have gotten worse but like Logic is like a you know a house like everybody knows who Logic is now right I thought he would enter that category and he kind of hasn't but that's because he's trying to like mix it up and go into like absolute territory that he shouldn't be doing but yeah I, I think that one of Mac's problems is that he tries to cater to a lot of different people and it's just not necessary. Like, he should just cater to his fans and gain more fans of other genres into that kind of style. But instead, I think he kind of tries to be too well-rounded and not just, like, really good at his game. And he is really good at what he does. But like you said, you know, he went into the Absol kind of flow. Sometimes he gets kind of hard, but it's really not hard because you know he's not hard. But it seems like he's trying to be hard. Like he, I think he just tries to be too versatile than he needs to be. I think he's good enough that he doesn't have to be that versatile. He could just kill his his game, yeah, and and people will like him for who he is. Because that's the one thing about a lot of the stars, a lot of the mega stars, you know who they are. Like, when you hear a project, you know what to expect because you know that's the kind of guy they are. But Mac, you never... He kind of keeps you on your toes because you don't know what kind of guy he's going to come out with. And that's not always... That's cool. It would be cool if I liked both sides of his, like what direction he goes with his music right but I don't so right yeah cause you're not a fan of that one that kind of direction he needs to just stick to the direction that he's that he has fans of yeah. and just gain more fans he had the uh, mixtape that I can't remember the name I was like that, I remember that mixtape was specifically like that style that we're talking about where he was just kind of, kind of like you know, slurring everything and trying to <laughs> sing. Yeah. And yeah, man, it just it just doesn't need to happen you, that way. The EP U. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I don't even remember. It wasn't good. No. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, somebody's he had some great mixtapes though. Best day ever. He is. He's, uh, he's one of those. Kids was up there. Macadelic, obviously, was probably flawless. He's one of the mixtape legends, I would say. Yeah. I wouldn't blame you at all for saying that. I, um, 
well, since we're talking about Matt, let me ask you this. The white rappers, right? What, uh... Why is there so much pressure to be better than Eminem? And now, is, I, I'm not asking why do people compare. Is pressure? It seems like it, though. I think, it seems I think like, that was the case back when probably, like, Mac was first coming up. Yeah. I honestly don't think that's the case now. No? I think the, I think the issue now comes from... This is like not really a white thing, but I think a lot of these rappers are so eager to separate themselves that they do not exactly what Young Thug does, but like they do that thing where they they just kind of try to go beyond rapping. Okay. I think I think more artists than like I can think of right now have done what Mac has done. Oh yeah, stories do it. I think that's. I, I really don't agree with the fact that there's pressure to be better than Eminem because these guys are totally to me maybe logic is like that same type yeah where it's just kind of bars yeah uh, but Mac I never considered like Mac Miller for example or even really white like rappers MGK was never in that like type of you know I'm coming into hip hop to to you know, oh no no no! I don't mean on the rappers category. I'm I mean from the fans. Why do fans always put guys like these guys up there with Eminem saying, "Oh, like why is Eminem always the measuring stick for the white rappers?" Other than the fact because he's white. What do you mean? But but they're not the. I agree with what you're saying. They're not anything like each other. Like, but why do they still do it? Why do people still compare them? Eminem fans are out of touch. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Eminem. I think Eminem fans are they're late at this point. At this point, like new generation isn't really going at back to Eminem, so mm-hmm. they have these like out of touch, like mm, almost almost hype beasts. Mm-hmm. Where they're just kind of you know Eminem is greatness and and. I measure and measure everybody to that greatness, but I mean Eminem on his peak, you know, was changing the game. Like none of these guys changed the game, right? But now, like Logic, like I said, was probably the most similar one. Mm-hmm. And like Logic is good, and but has he really had like a lasting impact? Mm, no. I mean, if if Logic and I think next the next album is Logic's last. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that for a fact, but I think he did say that. Anyways, assuming he drops one more project, you look back in ten years, is his name gonna pop into your head? Like, even just from this era, like, did he control? Like, was he a huge part of this era? Not really. No, not at all. And, Not and, at and this all. is coming from a guy who thinks Under Pressure is flawless. Yeah. Under Pressure was great. Uh, and, and I think Eminem was kind of... He wasn't the first one, but he was the first one, like I said, who had such a huge impact. Mm-hmm. I think it's, he's almost like a... Oh, his fan base is just different. It's more than music with his fan base. Right. It is. Definitely is. 
Yeah. And that's why I think none of these other guys bring that to the table. Right. I agree. I definitely agree. The in the you know, the white rapper best white rapper title is getting played out anyway. Right. It really is. Um because Eminem is, you know, he crossed so many, crossed over so much, it really didn't matter. It, it kind of sucks that they still really make a big deal about Eminem being white because a lot, most of Eminem's fans weren't even white. Right. A lot of them. You know, so it's, it's, you know, it is what it is, though. They'll always, just like Jordan and Kobe and LeBron will always be there measuring sticks. I think, yeah, I think he's similar to Jordan where he was the first of his kind. So, like, yeah. Kobe's great, but, like, he's not, you know, he didn't change the game. Right. So, he'll never have that impact. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Well, I mean, I, I used to be an Eminem stan once upon a time. It's, it's been a long time since then, but... <laughs> I mean, looking at his... Dude, Eminem has released some of the greatest rap songs ever made, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, he has. But the song Stan, is that not like a classic hip hop song? It's, yeah, it's one of the, it's a great song, yeah. It's classic, yeah. And there's, uh, Lose Yourself Until I Collapse, just. Lose Yourself to me is probably his most classic. Oh, yeah, for sure. Stan is like the classic, is like the most classic songs that like aren't classics, if that makes sense. It would be like in the second tier, like lose yourself would be up there with like nothing but a G thing and California love and you know that kind of stuff. Right, right. And then the next tier would be like where Stan is and you know other songs of that that kind. But yeah, definitely like <laughs> he he's had classics, super classics. Yes, yeah, lose for yourself sure. is probably lose yourself probably like you know how we count like streams. Yeah. Lose Yourself probably is in the most workout playlists on the planet. Oh, yeah. Of any, like, is. individual song. <laughs> yeah, it is. That song is timeless. It is, yeah. So, it's just, I don't think any of these other guys that you said, like, they're not capable of doing anything like that. Right, definitely, yeah. The Max, the... And at, at, one, at one time, I really thought... This is not... I'm not talking about this conversation anymore, like the Eminem thing. Okay. But I want to talk about Mac um, Mac Miller and Machine Gun Kelly for a second. Why? <laughs> At one point, I thought Machine Gun Kelly was going to be like a classic... Next. Up next. Yes, I, I thought he was going to be a classic 100%. artist. <laughs> and then I just... It just seemed like overnight he just wasn't. <laughs> like I don't know what happened. That first when he first came out, man, he like set the world on fire. And then Lace Up is a classic in my opinion. It is. It definitely is. Then something happened and like I don't know. He had DMX on an album. Yeah. Like in twenty what is this? in twenty twelve. Yeah. In 22, he got DMX. He got uh, well, he got Waka Flocka at the peak of his like popularity. Mhm. 
<laughs> Tech Nine? Like, how many mainstream rappers are getting Tech Nine on their songs? Not many. Tech Nine is the most like, you know, uh, I don't know what to call him, but he's the most hidden, like, great artist out there, in my opinion. He's just completely unorthodox. Yeah, he's just out there. Like, you gotta really open your ears to even be a fan. <laughs> you have to widen your ears to be a yeah, fan. Yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. <laughs> and I like him. I'm not a fan, but I, li- I, I like I, him. I, but, I'm not uh, a fan of any of his projects, but I found plenty of songs that I like from him. Right. I think he, he dropped a project earlier this year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He did. His, his projects have been really long, so. <laughs> That's my major turnoff for him, too. I'm happy you said that. I don't, need, I don't need to hear that. Like, he's also got that stigma of, I'm fucking crazy. Like, all right, dude, I don't need 25 songs of that. Yeah, and he, he's, well, 32 on Jesus <laughs> the Christ. album before last. Uh,. His thing for me is that he's, this is like a weird word to use for it, but he's scary. <laughs> like, he's, his, yeah, I see what you mean, like, <laughs> like he's not, it doesn't, he doesn't seem like, normal. He's just kind of odd, like he's weird, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, if you listen to his lines... He says, like, that wild shit, but that's, like, too wild, like, he said, I remember, I remember some song, um, he said something along the lines of, like, I rub manure on my balls or something, I was like, dude, what, like, <laughs> like, dude, you lost it now, <laughs> come on. Yeah, he's, and that wasn't he's, a direct quote, but it was something, he was rubbing manure somewhere where he wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> First of all, you're not supposed to rub manure anywhere to begin with, unless it's like in your, in like your garden or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. For you Tech Nine fans, man, explain to us. Somebody hit us up and explain to us, uh, you know, <laughs> some of his lyrics. We need someone to do a lyric breakdown for, sure. for uh, for Tech Nine. But, but back to, I like where you were, MGK. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, I think Lisa, I think Wild Boy, I think Wild Boy fucked him up. You think so? Because, and, and here's why. Um, like, Wild Boy was so popular, but it kind of set this persona that, I don't think he's really about in his music. Mm, okay. Like he, I see where you're going. He has he has songs like that, like a few. Mm-hmm. But I don't think like a lot of his songs are like deep or like he'll talk about like heartbreaking stuff or you know, he'll talk about like serious shit. Where it's not just like, you know, like partying with Steve O, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not just, I like, think, mosh pits. Wild Boy just fucked up, like, <laughs> his reputation in a way. Okay. And people heard something else, something other than that. Mm-hmm. And they just were automatically turned off to it. Like, I mean, I loved 
to me, I'm I. You could consider me a stand because I thought that Bloom was a top five album of 2017. So, right. And like I said, I'm I tend to be biased, but I've I've I liked nah, General Admission was nah, at best wasn't wasn't that good. But uh, <laughs> I still think he's he's done he's done what he's started out doing. Like, I don't think he's fallen off. Okay. Like, he was on, uh, he was featured in Mike Shinoda's album, and he mm-hmm. had probably one of my favorite verses of the year. I mean, I'm not going to say the best one, but it's probably, it's probably been a repeat the most, so that's that says a lot for me. Yeah, that is big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. I think Wild Boy was something that he wasn't that he wasn't and he was kinda I think he struggled with his persona yeah, for a while. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Because, you know, he acts like he's really, really gangster and kinda crazy. But you know, only a couple times. Like you said on that first album he acted like that and that really wasn't him. He wasn't he's not really a mosh pit guy. And he looks like a rocker, but he's not a rocker necessarily. And um, he, you know, he's a good lyricist. And I think that his appearance, along with his decisions, you know, kind of messed him up as far as um, his persona. So, you know. Oh, and to all the MGK fans out there, I'm with you guys. All right, he's he's still up there for me. Yeah, he. <laughs> well, like if if he dropped an album, like what tomorrow, I'm listening uh-huh. to it the day of release. <laughs> all right, I'll I'll roll with that. How did he? How did he get in touch with DMX? Is what I'm. Because his first album, not only did he he was featured on DMX's last project, but he had DMX on his project. Like that's crazy to me. He's just like that, man. How many people can? How many people could get DMX past uh, past like 2010? I mean, no, no one who's not a legend. Other than him, I guess. Well, man, that's that's interesting to me. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I, of course, like probably Jay Z or like Busta Rhymes or someone like that could do it. But yeah, for someone at MGK's age at the time and his uh, experience, yeah, that's tough. That's a debut album. Yeah. And, and the Tech Nine thing is funny because I know for a fact that I've seen an interview of this. Like Tech Nine is very careful when it comes to picking like whose album he's gonna, you know, jump in with. Right. So. And the other thing I think that fucks him. Uh, he's mm-hmm. on Diddy's label. Oh, you think that messes him yeah, up? Bad boy. That messes him up, you think? I'm shocked that he's still there. <laughs> right. What is he doing out there? Where do you think he should be? 
Independent? He probably would be better independent. He probably would. But at the same time. You gotta get your bag, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say he probably wouldn't sell any records. I don't blame him. He struggles to sell records, like, now, so. Right. Um, That's tough, man. I don't don't know what label I would put him on, but. I think think Bad Boy's not a perfect fit. Because he. He doesn't have anybody he can really like play with and on that label. Like he like he works with French Montana. Why? Like he used I remember on his mixtapes he used to try to feature Diddy. Why? Like you don't need to do that. Right. Especially Diddy's bum ass. <laughs> right. You well, we're running out of time, so I'm not gonna ask for uh Another deep dive, but well, I got some people out. Quite a few deep dives today with artists. Yeah, I have some uh, people I wanted to <laughs> deep dive about, but I'll hold I'll hold on to it next time. Next time, next time. So you you got any other music topics you can think of? Um, uh, what's coming? What's coming on Friday? Um. Let's see. I don't. I don't know if anything uh, major. I could be wrong, but huh? Oh, no, that's October. Never mind. This is country music. Right. Um. That's the twentieth. No, I don't see anything. Yeah, I guess there's nothing major. I don't see. Uh, Iggy Azalea. Oh, no, I think she no, she pushed back. I think. Yeah, August third. Yeah, Nikki Zilla drops at the same a lot of female shit to listen to in that early August time. Iggy, Nikki, and Ariana? Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be you know who, ladies. Uh, Denzel Curry is? Yeah. He's dropping the 27th. Are you a Denzel Curry fan? I liked his the last one. I, I don't know if it was like the previous one like in order. But I heard mm-hmm. Im- Imperial. Was that his last one? Uh, well, maybe. He had an EP since then. Yeah, he did have an EP. Yeah. I really liked Imperial. He he performed some of the EP at um, Bonnaroo. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. He's an interesting character, too. Yeah, his album cover's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> right. For this it one, is. his other album covers are, like, normal, but this one... Yeah. I go for that, like, Hobson vibe. <clears throat> right. I'm, I'm definitely checking that out. 27th, that's what? Oh, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Yeah. Alright, well. So, y- you got uh, you got the throwback this week, right? Since... Uh, yep. <laughs> Alright. Um, I mean, like, another song that needs no introduction. Yeah, it does. Hey, you're a hip-hop, hip-hop fan... It's one of the greatest hip hop songs ever, and it came on my iPod today, so I just thought I'd throw it out there. Alright. I won't deny it, I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna fuck with me. Got the police working at me. But they can't do nothing to us.
living in plush cars It's like it's a rap star It's nothing without God Was born rough and rugged I'm dressing the man public My attitude was fuck it Cause motherfuckers love it To be a soldier Most may take composure at ease Though life is complicated Only what you make it to be And my ambitions as a rider The catch of why she hot And horns go up beside her Then I spit some game in the ear Go to the telly ho
Pop, the goat, a goat. Can't go wrong. Huh? Can't go wrong with Pop. Yeah, of course not. Um. So, uh, my gym. I'm gonna hit the gym this week, and I'm gonna use a group called They. I don't know. Uh, are you familiar with them, Mike? No, I'm They. Yeah, They. What's the Period. genre? <sighs> yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> they're they're different. Um. Almost. I got it. I like that. New religion. Hyena is their uh, last project. Um, came out 2017. I, it's it's awkward. It's um, it's a little singing. Their beats are, are kind of hard sometimes. You know, it, they're just a different kind of group. You know, and it, that album. It took me a while to get into it, but once I got into it, I got deep into it. I listened to it a lot. Um, but uh. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to let them take us out this week. Uh, well, this episode of this week. We will be back before the week is over. Um, you know, hope we'll have hopefully we'll have some more topics, sports topics to talk about. Some drama to talk about. I got some ideas. Anything else you want to say, Mike? Before we uh, no, end that's it? it. Alright, this is uh, Pops. Bate. Oh, real quick, for you uh, YouTube listeners, you will not hear our uh, music choices anymore. You know, copyright issues. But if you uh, listen to us on YouTube, you want to hear music, go to Apple. You know, they're not stopping us yet on Apple. So. I'll, I'll put the tracks that we're playing. So if, if it's something you're interested in, you can go listen to it for yourself. Uh, especially, with, especially with the gems, you can check out the group if you like it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm working on the audio issues, man. I'm trying to figure it out. All right, bear with me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with that being said, we'll see you guys next time. And again, this is they with a period at the end of they pops. I got my trinket from my daddy. Used to kick the wisdom while he sipped up on his brandy. He pushed the Plymouth, but that nigga used to whip it like a caddy. Never saw the method to his madness. Some days I would scream, I can't stand you. And then he'd slip up, say he wished he never had me. I closed the distance once a nigga moved to Cali. I wish I never moved to Cali. I can't even hold a grudge no more. Tough luck, don't make me go up. City full of niggas that I really don't trust. Only and I'm drunk, so I think I'll call him up and say He used to pray for them better days till they came round Hate where I'm headed, but I can't slow down Pray that I feel the same when I calm down yeah. Been tryna make a change, I don't know how Maybe I was meant to take the long way round Pray that I feel the same when I calm down See me on the
Cause I hate to see you getting old And I wish I never blamed you for the things you didn't know Sometimes I wish I still had you to keep me on my toes How it feel, pops? To see a young boy getting money, got that deal, pops Put a little back up in your pocket, here, pops I can pay you back for coming up for real, pops Finally living like you live they used to pray for them better days till they came round Hate where I'm headed but I can't slow down Pray that I feel the same when I calm down hey. Been tryna make a change, I don't know how Baby, I was meant to take the long way around Pray that I feel the same when I calm down